even though he had dried up as a man and his wife's womb had dried up, he now believed and said, If God who can make the dead come alive, why can't I be the dead? It was that believing now that the Bible now says was credited to him as what? Righteousness. Then yesterday, Paul continues to explain to us the mystery of righteousness, what it has happened. That the first Adam, because he sinned, he ate the forbidden fruit and sinned against God. All of us, born of Adam's flesh, became beneficiaries of the consequence of the sin we committed. That's why we, are, we, we died, we are weak, we are limited. All of us are born with original sin. But God now had to introduce Jesus as our righteousness. So Jesus became the second Adam. So as we were all connected to the first Adam and became beneficiaries of the consequence of the choice he made, likewise, God has given us Jesus that if we now believe in him absolutely with all that he has done and it has capacity to affect us, then we will pray the righteousness of faith in Christ Jesus. So that we too can become beneficiaries of the consequence of his obedience as against the disobedience of Adam. And that's what has catapulted us from the realm of iniquity to the realm of grace. So it is now our righteousness in Christ that stands for God before God. Not our own personal piety. Your own personal piety is a fruit of the righteousness of Christ that is in you. So that's why when we come to God, you don't brandish how good you are. You don't come and say, ah, I'm a Catholic, I've been a faithful Catholic all my life, so God must answer my prayers. No. You are coming because of the righteousness of Jesus, who obeyed the Father even unto death. That's what we pray. We pray in the name of Jesus. So as children of grace, we now operate the righteousness of faith, not the righteousness of the law. Paul is now saying to this reading, now you are children of grace, not the children of the law. As many who still yield themselves to the demand of iniquity still bring themselves back to the second, the first Adam. He now says, don't yield your members, which is your body. Your body is your member. Don't yield your members to what? To unrighteousness. He said, you your members to the demand of what? The righteousness of faith. Which is the word of God. We live in a time when the devil and his cause have intensified their attack in the hearts of Christians to lose the taste of the righteousness of faith. Gradually, zeal for the hearts of God Zeal for prayer, zeal for the righteousness of faith doesn't make sense anymore. He desensitizes Christians of this reality. And as long as you are not sensitive to this dimension, you cannot stand as a servant who is ready for the master. Only the servants who are conscious of the glory and the power of their master are the ones who are always at work. Who know what the master was and they are diligently every day carrying it out. You want to be fervent during our era? 
you've got to remind yourself that you are the righteous of God in Christ. There's a myth about that understanding that gives you a militant, you know, undertone. That still makes you to fight and keep your head high, even in the midst of all the things that discourages you. And David himself, even in the Old Testament, had a little conception of this through the prophetic office. When he said, Blessed is the man whose sins are forgiven. Blessed is the man in whose spirit there is no guy. They could perceive that God had a plan to introduce a dimension that will help those who belong to him. And he didn't wait because he knew he wanted to live during that time. But he now began to tap into the crumb of it. And that's why he himself said, I shall not die. I shall live and recant the goodness of God. It was because of that understanding. He fought, you know, to be on the side of God. He was a man who treasured God's, God's presence. He was a man who walked with God by his word. He believed absolutely the word of God. He said the entrance of the world brings light, gives understanding to the simple. He said, your word is a lamp unto my step and a light unto my path. At one point, he, he now understood that by the grace of righteousness, that you don't need God to come to the city to come and fight for you. That you have been raised as a militant to enter a realm and fight. He said, train my hands for battle, train my fingers for war. The Lord is my light and my help. Whom shall I fear? He wasn't praying. He was exercising his grace of righteousness in God. He who dwells in the scriptures of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. David was a talker. He was always communicating the mysteries that crystallized in his soul. You don't stay quiet and expect everything to move well. You have to let you stir up the gift of God you have received. If you have received this righteousness by believing in God, and now you have it, you have to stir it up. You have to let you stir it up. We priests are religious. We stay up, up every day through the Psalms. Each day we are chanting the Psalms. We are following the forces of David and we are stirring up the grace of God in us. That's what keeps us fervent. We call it the office. We go to the office and tap energy, tap grace, tap wisdom. It's an inspiration. As we read the Psalms, we get inspired. God is speaking to us and we are communicating to God through the Psalms. And we one more, we have gone around the world and picked this up. That's why when we see the Psalms meditatively, making melodies out of it, we are actually in colonia, we are in fellowship. We draw strength. God takes away our weakness and gives us strength. And that's how you can remain alert with your life serving the master. Being a wise steward. Being a wise servant. Who knows that a master can talk anytime and he diligently carried out the will of his master. Despite the distraction. Despite the darkness that comes, despite the hardship, despite the societal you know, evils, despite all that is happening, you will keep looking up to Jesus, the author and the creation of God. Child of God be encouraged beyond measure. If you listen to the voice of what is happening around you, you will get discouraged. You will go down. A time will come, you will look, look right, look left, looking for who will inspire you. Nobody will inspire you because everybody is on, on the run. That's why you have to learn to be to communicate with the Holy Spirit. Jesus said the time will come when we will not go to the mountains or go to the valleys to worship the Lord. For those who shall worship the Lord shall worship him well in spirit and in truth. So if you don't know how to stir yourself up 
and then up to her with the grace of the Spirit, my Jesus. Then you will say, God, now. You will not have to go again. So love doesn't make sense to you anymore. To forgive becomes something that is like a bold, bold religious. To commit yourself to the works of God and the things of God becomes a, a burden for you. The sin to carry out the will of the master will dry up. When you begin to experience that, the sign, you under heavy attack. Because the first thing that God in your life to make sure he messes you up is to desensitize you of the mysteries of life. That's why Paul said, we're not being ignorant of the device of the enemy. And so today we pray that as God is using the to us, may we be revived, may we be encouraged, may we be stirred up again, may we recover back our peace and joy, knowing that he who has called us is faithful and will keep us to the end, no matter the darkness, no matter the discouragement, no matter the burden of life, no matter the, the hardship that we experience, the pains we experience in society, the bruises we get, each time we go out, you come back less. Each time you go out, you come back less. You come back with one bottle or the other. Worries of all kinds. All of them need you up. You are struggling to find happiness you cannot find. But the Lord is faithful. And so if we look up to the Lord, He will stir us up. He said, My peace I give unto you. Not the peace of the world. And so when we receive this peace, we will make strong in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. If you know get tired, you know, we're walking with the Lord. Every day, as this day comes, resolve your heart. Even before you step out, Lord, whether it is good or whether it is bad, I have made up my mind. I will serve you all the days of my life. And the joy of the Lord shall be our strength. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.